You're listening to a news story on the audio version of The Taiyi. Thanks for listening. The Taiyi is a nonprofit newsroom that is funded by our audience. So, if you appreciate this article and you'd like to help us do more, head on over to support.thetaiyi.ca and become a Taiyi builder. You choose the amount to give, and you can cancel any time. Spend as much lifting our people up as pushing them down. By Amanda Follett Hosgood, December 5, 2023. BC Green Party MLA Adam Olson is calling on BC's Minister of Public Safety to form a special policing unit dedicated to investigating the suspicious deaths and disappearances of First Nations people in the province. Olson, who is from the Tsartlip First Nation and represents Saanich North and the Islands, said he'd like to see BC investing as much in protecting First Nations people as it does in policing opposition to resource development opposition that is frequently Indigenous-led and generally occurs in remote areas, such as the Wet'suwa'en 10 opposition to the coastal gas link pipeline through northern BC. In 2017, the RCMP formed the Community Industry Response Group, or CIRG, to enforce protest-related injunctions granted to industry. Over the past five years, the force has spent more than $60 million on the unit, according to records obtained through access to information laws. Most of that went to break up demonstrations against pipelines and old-growth logging. Under its policing agreement with the RCMP, BC is responsible for 70% of that cost, roughly $42 million. Olson questioned Minister Mike Farnworth in the legislature on November 28 describing a lack of action on cases of missing and murdered Indigenous people, as the province spends tens of millions to enforce injunctions granted to resource extraction companies. We've seen this Minister of Public Safety's response to protecting the Premier's pipelines. He stood up a special unit called the Community Industry Response Group, Olson said. When will the Minister of Public Safety spend as much lifting our people up as he is spending pushing them down? Over its first five years, until fiscal year-end on April 1, 2023, CIRG cost taxpayers $61.5 million. Of that, about $1.7 million was spent to police protests in BC related to the Freedom Convoy in early 2022. The rest was spent on resource extraction conflicts, mainly Coastal Gas Link, the Trans Mountain Pipeline and the Ferry Creek Old Growth logging protests on Vancouver Island. More than half of CIRG's costs, $37 million, went to policing the Morris Forest Service Road, where Wet'suwa'en 10 opposition to the Coastal Gas Link pipeline led to several police actions over the past five years. Last year, the RCMP spent a record $11 million enforcing the pipeline company's civil injunction. CIRG also spent over $19 million breaking up protests against old growth logging on Vancouver Island where more than 1,100 people have been arrested since 2021 in one of the largest acts of civil disobedience in Canadian history. It remains to be seen how much is being spent on CIRG during the current fiscal year, which ends March 31. But it appears demand for the unit may have slowed. Coastal GasLink announced last month that its 670-kilometer gas pipeline had reached mechanical completion. Wet'suwa'en 10 pipeline opponents say police patrols on the Morris and CIRG presence in nearby communities have stopped. The BC RCMP did not immediately respond to the Thais' request for an update. 
In Ferry Creek, RCMP made just three arrests this summer, according to news reports, shortly after Crown prosecutors withdrew charges against nearly 150 people. In March, Canada's police watchdog announced a systemic investigation into CIRG after receiving hundreds of misconduct complaints. The Civilian Review and Complaints Commission, an independent body created to ensure fair and impartial investigations into complaints against the RCMP, said last month that it had experienced significant delays in obtaining the RCMP records it needs to complete its investigation. A year ago, the province took steps to standardize CIRG within the BC RCMP by dedicating $36 million over three years to the unit as part of an overall $230 million meant to bolster rural policing. In an email, a spokesperson with BC's Ministry of Public Safety and Solicitor General said the funding would provide CIRG the resources they need to manage unlawful protests effectively while freeing up other police resources for public safety. The first full-time CIRG officers were hired shortly after the funding announcement last November. Responding to Olson in the legislature last week, Farnworth said that future CIRG spending will depend on the amount of activity that they have to deal with. He defended the province's record in ensuring the safety of First Nations people. Police do investigate. We expect them to investigate cases of murdered and missing Indigenous women and girls, Farnworth said. To somehow suggest that we don't care, or that we're not interested, or they're not doing anything, is just wrong. In a video later posted to social media, Olson called the exchange the most emotional he's ever been in the legislature. Because I pled with him, just like communities have been pleading with him, to do something more than nothing, he said. We need a minister to be serious about this, and this minister has demonstrated that he's serious about clearing indigenous people out of the way of a pipeline and not serious about finding our missing and murdered indigenous women and girls, two-spirited people, our young men that go missing. Both the National Inquiry into Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women and Girls and BC's Missing Women Commission of Inquiry described police failures in adequately addressing the crisis. A month ago, members of the Sekuzi First Nation, located near the Highway of Tears where dozens of indigenous women and girls have gone missing or been found murdered in recent decades, put out a plea for information and an increased police response after two community members went missing within an eight-month period. Chelsea Heron Qua's remains were found days later near her home. J. Raphael is still missing. Speaking with the Thai, Olson used the example of Chelsea Poorman, a young Cree woman who went missing in Vancouver in 2020, as an example of police failure to adequately investigate the disappearances of Indigenous women. When Poorman's remains were found 18 months later, police initially said her death was not suspicious, despite evidence of physical trauma. Poorman was one of three young Indigenous women whose remains were found around the same time in 2022. All three cases raise questions about the quality of the police investigations, experts said at the time. Vancouver police have refused to release the RCMP's external review of its Pormann investigation. Olson fears that an early determination of no foul play leads to apathy on the part of police investigators, who are unlikely to give a case adequate attention after publicly declaring it not suspicious. 
Once you say you don't think that there's anything wrong, you're basically indicating the priority that that file is, he said. Olson added that he would like to see the province invest as much in resolving cases of missing indigenous people as it does in resolving resource extraction conflicts. He suggested teams including special investigators and prosecutors could be formed to improve the police response to suspicious deaths and disappearances in First Nations communities. The distinction clearly needs to be made that when it comes to suppressing and enforcing, that's easy, but when it comes to investigating and prioritizing, it's not, Olson said. Last week, the BC First Nations Justice Council testified at a Canadian human rights tribunal inquiry into the RCMP's investigation of historical abuses at schools in Burns Lake and Prince George. The council presented models for replacing RCMP abuse investigations with Indigenous-led investigation teams in First Nations communities, which could provide a more culturally appropriate policing alternative. They're even able to appoint a gold commander for the CIRG, Olson said about the gold-silver-bronze command structure within the specialized unit. There's no gold commander fighting the injustices of missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls. Thanks for stopping by the Taiyi today. Anytime you're in the mood to listen to important stories written well, we'll be here. And if you'd like to keep independent media going strong, head over to the Taiyi.ca and click on the Support Us button to pitch in. Finally, big, big thank you to all of our Taiyi builders who made this story possible.